Good morning, Patriots. And today is Tuesday, the 21st of November, as we kind of slide in here to um, Thanksgiving weekend or Thanksgiving week. I hope truly that uh, everybody has uh, a really good weekend and a good time in coming together with friends and family. Let's hope that's what's on your docket. I know we're going to have a great time here. We're having us, CJ and Rick Moyer. They were at um, Bart's Fest, and they were speakers there coming down to join us for Thanksgiving, and it's truly going to be a, a blast. And then, of course, we are currently still having the Cantrells here, the Cantrell family, which will be returning to the Bard's Nation headquarter ranch uh, after they get back from Arizona, which will be after the 30th. So we've got a lot of great things happening. We're really starting to get into the root of building foundations, communities, and I think it's something we all have to really focus on because going forward, things are going to get uh, crazy might be an understatement, but, you know, <laughs> it's just going to get more of the same. All right, Patriots, before we get going today, and one thing is very clear and evident, in, unfortunately, in the world that we're in is that we have a world that is sliding and collapsing. People are finding it harder and harder to buy things. And with that, you're starting to see some civil collapse that is hopefully not going to spread, but you never know. These people are evil, and they want to do everything they can to keep from being identified as who they are, which we know who they are. They're pedophiles. So it's important to keep your skills up, and essentially to, especially to protect your family and your home. And to do that, you need a good device, and one that can limit the need for buying ammo, ammo all the time and all the visits to the range. And what is that? That's iTargetPro, iTargetPro.com itargetpro.com. There you're going to find this amazing device that allows you to train with your firearm in your home using a laser bullet and dry fire techniques, which I've used extensively and was trained on, by the way, in some of the principles of how I shoot, and they're extremely effective. It allows you to improve sight alignment, trigger control, gun handling practices, and the safety of your home, and also allows you to train your children and your, your family all, all in the safety of the home and teach them good gun handling practices while improving their ability to aim and shoot. So head on over to itargetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Use your promo code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. You're going to get 10% off and free shipping. Great time to buy one for yourself and for families as we head into this week of um, preparation for the big holiday consume everything festival. But instead of focusing on that, focus on some practical things that can make a difference in people's lives like iTargetPro. iTargetPro.com, promo code BARS, 10% off and free shipping. There you go. Well, it looks like we got a prayer request right off the top and I want to, I just got it in the box and I want to read it. I haven't even read it. So we're just going to read it here raw, see what it says and we'll pray into it as we get going. So it says, hi, Scott and Bards Nation. If you could if I could ask for a couple of prayers, my husband Dave is undergoing some tests to find out if if uh, he has an autoimmune disease. Please pray that he is calm during the testing and for positive results. My daughter's 16-year-old friend Blake has been diagnosed with a rare eye disease, uh, which is keratoconus. He has undergone surgery in one eye and still has blurriness. We ask for prayers for his full healing and the ability to see. Thank you, and God bless, Lori. Happy to step in, Lori. So, Father God, we just want to extend prayers right now for Lori and her husband, Dave, who is apparently going undergoing some tests for autoimmune, and just ask that, Father, 
that uh, we just gonna, are going to declare healing over them both, well, over Dave and uh, healing for all of his, for what he's dealing with. We're not going to accept just being calm. We'd want to see this completely reversed and whatever it is, just that they don't find any sense that he has an autoimmune disease. So, Father, we just declare healing. We use we surround him with an edge of protection, and we breathe Holy Spirit and life into Dave and to see him really be completely transformed in this moment as he steps in for those tests. And equally for Blake, these the 16-year-old friend of their daughters who is undergoing an eye surgery. Father, we just pray into that, and we just pray eyes to see. And the clarity and perfection of sight, as Jesus declared, as made a blind man see, we declare healing and sight in the eye today. Complete and total sight. What other other ailments have been going on here? Even if it includes that there is, uh, which is we're not making any statement that there is, but if there has been injections made in these bodies, we clarify these bodies, purify them in the name of the Holy Spirit, and we flush out any impurities in the bodies to restore them to the perfection of kingdom in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Something that we must always pray. Right, pray is prayer, and prayer first, I guess, would be the proper way of saying that as we wage war on a daily basis. One Corinthians one four to five, I thank my God always for you because of the grace of God, which has given you in Christ Jesus, so that in everything you were exceedingly enriched in Him, in all speech, empowered by the spiritual gifts, and in all knowledge, with insights into the faith. These passages are important because when we start to understand what's being said, I really don't know how a church cannot teach the basics of prophetic, apostolic healing and deliverance when it's right there. Everything we were exceedingly enriched in him in a speech, in all speech, empowered by the spiritual gifts. What are the spiritual gifts? And in all knowledge with insights into the faith. That's prophetic. So we know that we have been given the blessing of Jesus to literally spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, heal the sick and the broken, cast out demons, raise the dead, and to seek to do greater works than he. For he is going to the Father, as it is said. So I find these these passages a great reminder as to what our responsibility is and what we are facing in this day. And it's so important that we just continue to pursue him in all aspects now, last night we had a really fantastic interview, if you did not get a chance to uh, hear it, that was on Fishers last night, and that's with Pastor Paul Cantrell, Cantrell who's here with me currently, and was here last night um, in a wonderful time that we had together. He's, he's truly a brother in, in Christ, and a spiritual brother as God is doing so much, and, I, and if you haven't really been seeing that, I'm going to tell you it's happening in a profound level. Um, God is assembling a powerful family. And it was a word that I, I received when I was at Isaiah 61. And it was that the family, the, the blood family ties will not be able to endure what the spiritual family will. And the spiritual family that God is building will be able to rise and overcome. It's very important to look at that, especially as we dig into the root of the family and how much it has been corrupted. And it really has been. I mean, this is something that's going to get people uncomfortable. That's what we talked about yesterday on Bards FM. We talked about it again last night on Fishers of Men. And I am just telling you, these are topics, and here we are again talking about it this morning. So why? Because the idea that we're out here and we're going to have to start looking at the fundamental, even the relationships that we have in marriage 
Where are they coveted? Are they coveted in the flesh? Are they coveted in the, in the spirit? What is happening in our lives, even down to our bedrooms? And we say this because the Luciferians have done an amazing job in this world of corrupting everything. And in corrupting everything, they have taken it down to the root to the point now where even the cutting off the seed of men so that there can be no chance of, replica, of creating new children, even though they're telling these 18-year-old kids and 20-year-old kids that don't worry about it, it's all reversible. We should know better. Nothing that they do is on the level. So it is an important time to speak truth right now. Now, Patriots, it's 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father God, we just come to you today with a prayer. We begin a prayer for family, and we begin a prayer that blesses the Cantrells, who represent so much of the family of kingdom, a family that has never said no to more, who has always opened their arms to more children, a family that literally has raised their children up in the framework and patience that is so fundamental to a, a, a biblical family and a family walking with Jesus, a family that passes on the wisdom of the Spirit that it uses the Holy Spirit to guide them and to nurture their children and nurture them, a family that sees love at a higher plane than just the physicalness of love, but seeks that love through Jesus to move that through a family. So, Father, we just pray for the Cantrells, and we pray that what they represent becomes a new route, a new grid for people to map to so they can literally start to experience what the restoration of family truly is. So, Father, we also have a prayer today for the awakening and awareness of the family itself to understand how much the family is at the core of all things in this nation, all things that you build, all things that are of you. The family gives us the covenant. The family gives us the anointment. The family gives us that ability to walk in the world and to be together in unity in the body of Christ. The strength and fabric of the expansion of the kingdom is built in the family. And so when we talk about occupy, we're not talking about occupy in terms of one. We're talking about the occupy in terms of the family and the body of Christ. And we talk about occupy and expand. To expand the kingdom, we have to have children. And so, Father, we lean into this and say, Father, let that blessing occur in people's hearts, the desire to have more children, not less. Raise them up, Father. Raise them up. Raise them up in a mighty way so that they hear the, the call and the, and the desire to expand families in a brilliant and beautiful way, unlimited in any form, maybe at birth control or any sort of interruption, that we embrace our function here to bring children into this world and to place ourselves aside. There is no I in God. There is no me in God. There is our unity through the body of Christ and it is our submission to God. So Father, we pray that those words will resonate deeply within people to understand the mightiness of what we're talking about here. We are truly submitting and laying it all down and laying it all down for the future generations, the generations yet unborn, and for so much in this time that if we do not succeed here, we risk setting back the progress of where we've gone by years, if not almost an eternity. So, Father, there's a lot on our shoulders as we face, as we are participant in this war. And we unfortunately are also faced with a corrupted understanding that somehow we're supposed to wait and be raptured out or wait and wait for Jesus to come and fix it. And while we don't, and while we openly embrace that moment when Christ returns, it has to be indicative and, and necessary for people to understand that until that very moment and even, even beyond, we have to fight this enemy to pursue them and to destroy them that are trying to pursue and destroy our children. And we have no obligation anymore to stand on the side. We have to lean in and lean in hard. So, 
Father, we just ask for that inspiration of the warrior spirit heart to lean into people, to lean into problems, to lean into truth, and to speak truth into the world in such a profound way that as we speak truth, people hear the truths because you are leading those words. People hear the word in a way that transforms their heart. People hear what they need to hear to break open that hardness that has encased them and held them enslavement. And so, Father, we pray into that word of truth and life, and we speak life over this nation, life over the people, life over our babies, and life over this nation's children, life over the families seeking to literally have more and let them be blessed with more. For Father, we know that now is a time when you can bless anybody that chooses to put their heart to you, and may those blessings be rich and and bountiful, not in terms of money or cash or things, but in the spiritual sense and in the in the bearing and bearing of new children into this world, not the ones that will be grown in incubators and test tubes, not the ones that are being rushed across the border to try to backfill a destruction of a society, but rather those that are truly standing in the place right now, trying to make ends meet. Let's give them hope. And so we pray for them, and we pray for that inspiration to have more children, an inspiration to build bigger families, an inspiration to see hope in the darkness, which can be so difficult. And so let there be a light in people's hearts, the light of Christ, a glow that raises people up, whose eyes now turn naturally to heaven and say, Father, send me. Father, I am here. And may they receive the portions that they need to keep themselves going and strong, and may they be giving their hearts to the greater cause, which is to defeat a dark and Luciferian enemy. And may they understand truly the words in the heart to never relent and to be able to press in at all times, to ultimately drive this enemy out, expose its weakness for what it is, and destroy it and remove it from this earth. Father, this is a despicable enemy that needs the resolve of mighty warriors. This is a despicable enemy that exploits and uses children for its benefit its commerce, its power. This is a despicable enemy that finds pleasure in tearing out organs of children to be sold so that others can install them in their bodies for longer life. This is an enemy that enjoys torturing children to extract the the adrenalized blood to give people a boost of new life. And the list goes on. So Father, we deal with a vicious enemy, an enemy that deserves more viciousness than a millstone but it is the place that they must face because they are destroying this family unit, these children, and they're waging war, which is a war against kingdom. So again, Father, we pray for the mighty men of God to rise, to see this in their hearts and understand that this is the hour in which you are called. And as you are called, there's no more reason to sit on the sidelines, but now it's time to lean in. And as we each pray on those words, as we each pray into you to hear your voice, Father, your voice to tell us to go, to pursue, to conquer, to be that weapon of war that you've counted on, that we will not fail you, we will not hesitate, and we will pursue to victory in all things. So guide us, Father, in this hour. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Indeed, indeed. I'm going to read through Isaiah 66 this morning as we close out. This is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. Where then is a house that you could build for me? And where will my resting place be? For all these things my hand has made. So all these things came into being by and for me, declares the Lord. But to this 
to this one I look graciously, to him who is humbled and contrite in spirit and who reverently trembles in my word and honors my commands. He who kills an ox for pagan sacrifice is as guilty as one who kills a man. He who sacrifices a lamb as as one who breaks a dog's neck. He who offers a grain offering is one, one who offers swine swine's blood. He who offers incense as one who blesses an idol. Such people have chosen their own ways and their soul delights in their repulsive acts. So I will choose your, their punishments and will bring the things they dread upon them because I called, but no one answered. I spoke, but they did not listen or obey. But they did, but they did evil in my sight, and chose that in that in which I could not delight. Hear the word of the Lord, you you who tremble with awe-filled reverence in His word. Your brothers who hate you, who exclude you by my name's sake, have said, "Let the Lord be glorified, that we may see your joy." But they will. They, but they will be put to shame. The sound of an uproar from the city, a voice from the temple, the, a voice of the Lord providing retribution to his enemies. Before she, that would be Zion, was in labor, she gave birth. Before her labor pain came, she gave birth to a boy. Who has heard of such a thing? Who has seen such a thing? Can a land be born on one one? Can a land be born in one, one day? Or can a nation be brought forth in a moment? As soon as Zion was in labor, she also brought forth her sons. Shall I bring the, the moment of birth and, give, and, and not give delivery, says the Lord? Oh, shall I who give delivery shut the womb, says the Lord? Rejoice with reduced Jerusalem and, the big, and be glad for her. All you who love her, rejoice greatly with her, and you who mourn over her. They may nurse and be satisfied with comforting breasts, that you may drink deeply and be delighted with her bountiful bosom. For the Lord says, Behold, I extend peace to her, Jerusalem, like a river, and the glory of the nations like an overflowing stream, and you will be nursed, you will be carried on her hip, and playfully rocked on her knees." As one, as one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you, and you will be comforted in Jerusalem. When you see this, your heart will rejoice, your bones will flourish like new grass, and the powerful hand of the Lord will be revealed in his servants, but his indignation will be toward his enemies. For indeed, the Lord will come in fire, and his chariots will be like a stormy wind to render his anger with rage and his rebuke with flame to fire. For the Lord will execute judgment by fire and by his sword on all mankind, and those slain by the Lord will be many. Those who who vainly attempt to sanctify and cleanse themselves, to go to the gardens to sacrifice to idols, following after one in the center, who eats swine's flesh, detestable things, and mice, will come to an end together, says the Lord. 
For I know their works and their thoughts. The time is coming to gather all nations and languages, and they will come and see my glory. I will set up a miraculous sign among them, and from them I will send survivors to the nations. Tarshish, Pul, Lut, Meshesh, Tubal, and Javan, to the distant islands and coastal lands that have not heard of my name, my fame, nor seen my glory, and they will declare and proclaim my glory among nations. They shall bring all their countrymen, children of Israel, from the nations as a grain offering for the Lord, on horse, in chariots, in litters, on mules, on camels, to my holy mountain Jerusalem, says the Lord. Just as the sons of Israel bring their grain offering in clean vessel to the house of the Lord, I will also take some of those priests and, and Levites. For just as the new heavens of the new earth, which I make, will remain and endure before me, declares the Lord, so your offering, your offspring and your name will remain and endure. And it shall be that from the new moon to the new moon, and from the Sabbath to the sab- Sabbath, all mankind will come to bow down and worship before me, says the Lord. Then they will go forth and look upon the dead bodies of the rebellious men who have transgressed against me, for their worm maggot will not die, and their fire will not go out, and they will be an abhorrence to all mankind. We are in a judgment period. We are in a period now of complete transformation of what is happening around us. Pay attention, and it's happening. We're dealing with death from a vax. We're dealing with death of a financial system. We're dealing with death everywhere. And in no time can you have a doubt that God will not be on top of this, that God doesn't know, that God will not win. It all comes down to a simple question. Are you going to serve the spirit of death or the spirit of life? And the spirit of life is greater than anything the spirit of death can muster. But the spirit of death also has the whispers of the hearts of men to remind men and to convince men that there's perversions in this world that they would be better off serving. Right now, we need clarity of mind. We need people aligned with the Lord in such a powerful way that we truly understand and hear his voice. We spend time in him, marinating in his word, marinating and talking to him each day and listening for his response. And as we go deeper there and we understand how he speaks to us, we need to bring forth those words of the prophetic and the apostolic. We need to reach in and heal the broken and sick and have confidence that you will. And though you may not see the miracle of healing happen before you, you're never, you never doubt God when we pray into it because he hears our prayers. And we need to have the ability to deliver people from the influences of damage from past generations that would be inner healing or casting out demons. And ultimately, we'll need to be able to raise the dead. All of those things are within our reach. All of those things come from an empty a heart that has been given to him, that we have laid down everything before him, nothing held back, nothing. And we lay it all down and we say, Lord, here it is, all of it. I am worried about this, I give it to you. I am upset about this, I give it to you. I'm letting go of my visions of whatever future I've made. I'm letting go of my anchoring into even my family to say, Lord, here they are, here I am. I'm laying it all down. And it's there. It is right there. 
that we begin to understand the power of the yes and another level of love that is not even understandable in English. You cannot describe it because it's a love far beyond anything physical. It's a love that connects us in ways that we don't see each other in the physical plane. We see the hearts of who we are as spirit for we're spirit first and body second because we occupy these temples. And as we ascend to that level, as we're giving it all and laying it all down, we don't have to seek that which we are asking about, the apostolic, the, the prophetic, the healing, the deliverance, because it becomes part of who we are. It's one and the same. And in so doing, we rise up a mighty army. And there's nothing this enemy can do to defeat us. Nothing. So pray into that. And if you have a wavering heart that doubts it, pray into it anyway and let him show you. Ask him for what you want. If you deny or doubt these gifts are there, tell him, Lord, I don't see it. I need your help. Let him guide you. Don't be restrictive to God. Don't place God in a box. Think bigger. Think greater. Release yourself from the shackles and bonds that have been so formed in our world that they're representative now in the dead stone walls of what was the church, the skinny jean pulpit and the marshmallow pew. We have to move beyond that. We have to tear down those walls and speak the Holy Spirit into this world, reach to God and say, Father, bless me. And we have to understand the power and gift given to us by the sacrifice of Jesus. For he won on the cross. And now it's our duty to bring that victory into the world. And until the very day that he taps me on the shoulder and says, my son, that is enough. I will say, I will fight, I will stand, I will pursue, I will find that enemy, and I will use every tool that God gives me. I will let God lead my every motion and my every stroke, but I will commit to this. No matter where he leads me, there will always be an evil that will get destroyed because I will find it, I will hunt it, and with his blessing, I will destroy it. And in so doing, I will free the bondages of those influenced by it. We will save the children, we will restore the family, and in so doing, restore the kingdom on this earth. Patriots, have a blessed day. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. 
surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. 